Welcome to For Such a Time as This, a podcast from St Nick's in Durham. A chance to explore what does Lent mean for us in 2021. Each week we will take a theme and explore what it means in such a time as this. Welcome to For Such a Time as This, where we explore different topics each week uh, and ask the question, what do these mean for a time such as this? This is our sixth and final episode of this Lenten series, and I thank you all thus far for joining us on this journey. My name is David, and I'm joined happily here by Sarah. Welcome, Sarah, to you. Hi, David. It's great to be with you. It's great to be with you. Today's topic, we'll be looking at perseverance for a time such as this, as we're entering now into Holy Week. So I wonder, just to sort of kick us off, you know, all of our experiences over this last year have been very different, depending on where we're living in the country, uh, what we've been up to, employment, uh, whether we've been isolated by ourselves or we've been isolated with our families. Everyone's experience has been different. But I wonder if, Sarah, we could talk about at the beginning here, what the difference between endurance and perseverance might be. That is a really, really interesting question, isn't it? Um, I think if you think about something you're enduring, it's something that is almost being done to you, isn't it? You're you, you're putting up with something. That that would be my understanding of it. And I think there's a sense which you all had to just put up with what's happening. But per, I, I wonder if perseverance is maybe a bit more a bit more active. It's it's how we deal with the stuff we endure. I mean, I haven't I haven't thought about this massively. I have to confess, but that's that's my instinctive reaction to it. Is that yeah, you endure something, or you or you persevere and you keep going. There's a there's a resilience element to perseverance. I think I'm just pondering because we call the races, don't we? Long distance races are called endurance races rather than perseverance races. But I guess you have to persevere to run an endurance race. That's brilliant. I, 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 that's exactly where my mind goes as well. Actually, uh, this idea of pushing forward, the running the race, climbing a mountain. Actually, that's a that's a it's an image that I often think of. Uh, being from Canada, climbing a mountain and persevering until the end, or forcing the kids uh, to just take one step further to persevere to keep going. I wonder what what images do you have uh, when you think of perseverance? Well, well, uh, one thing I thought about this morning all of a sudden was I had a Good News Bible growing up and I still have it. And there's one particular picture in the Good News Bible because it's the best Bible because it has pictures in. In Philippians, when it has that passage about pressing on towards the goal and there's a person running. And, and, I, and I think for me, running is an image I would have for perseverance. I've also been pondering a little bit about children. Because I think a lot of the time we think about children having very short attention spans. And I think with some things they do, but with the really basic things that a child has to learn to do when they're tiny, they learn by perseverance, don't they? Um, And I don't know if your kids did this, David, minded when they were first starting to crawl, they would have something to crawl to. You put you put a toy in the middle of the floor, tantalizingly at a distance from them, and they would start attempting to crawl, but they would always go backwards and end up under the sofa. Did your <laughs> yes. kids do that? Absolutely. Under um, the table, under the sofa. Yeah, so they're trying to reach something. So trying desperately persevering, but they get further away and it just keeps happening. And then one day, all of a sudden, they do the same thing, but something must change in the in the physicality of what they're doing, and they go forwards. Yeah, they suddenly figure it out, don't they? And they're able to make it to their goal. They're able to get there finally. Uh, but they only get there, don't they, by persevering for, throughout that whole period when they're getting further away. Mm-hmm. And then I think about um, when I learned the piano when I was growing up and you 
you persevere, don't you, when you learn a musical instrument, when you learn anything really, and you do all these practices and the scales, which are awful, and the arpeggios, which are even worse. Um, but then, and then I did my grade eight, and I failed my grade eight. I'm very disappointed. Although I did persevere very hard in attempting to pass it, but there's a piece that I learned from my grade eight, and I still have it. And every now and again, I get it out, I put it on the piano, and I discover. I can still play it, not perfectly, by any stretch of the imagination, but all that muscle memory, all that memory in my fingers is still there because of the hours of work of, of perseverance that went into learning it. And I think perseverance is hard, isn't it? But we can reap the benefit of it in the long term. Well, that's brilliant, Sarah. Thank you. That's really, really good. I, I, I wonder, you know, I, I think of perseverance now uh, in, a, in a biblical sense, like what do we mean uh, in a biblical sense about perseverance and all sorts of ideas of faithfulness or remaining or, or, or continuing on uh, just kind of come to me. And of course, that image from Paul uh, talking about running the race comes to mind. But he says in one place in Ephesians, for example, to keep alert and always persevere in prayer, uh, prayer for the saints. So tell me, uh, is there a favorite verse or anything that you might uh, come to if you were to think about perseverance? Well, there's there's two verses that I was I've been pondering, which are about the formational element of perseverance, and one is one that we I remember studying as a student years ago on a, on a house party, and it's two Peter one, and it's verses five to six, where it says, "For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge." and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. Uh, and, and it's the way perseverance is, is almost one of these building blocks. I, I, I remember that speaking to me then, and I think it still speaks to me now, that yes, as, as, as we're growing, perseverance is something which helps us to grow, doesn't it? Um, and then there's a similar verse in Romans where it's talking about sufferings and it says we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character and character hope so we can grow so much can't we as we persevere and as we look back on our experiences through which we have had to persevere suffering perseverance character and hope what uh, what are we then persevering to May I ask, what do you think uh, is the end goal for that for that child? It was that fancy toy, you know, on the floor a, a good distance away. What is, what is it for us and particularly for us in this time uh, where we have been having to endure for so long, where we're having to persevere forward? What are we persevering to? Right now I'm persevering to the Easter holidays. There you go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> is, is that bad? I sometimes have very short term goals. Uh, I, I do remember a conversation with my lovely vicar a couple of years ago when, when he was saying, what are you looking towards? I was like, I'm looking towards the end of the summer holidays and not strangling my children. But what are we persevering towards? I think we're persevering towards being the people who God wants us to be, towards living the full life, towards a hope of heaven. Mm -hmm. All those things, I think. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I, I love that, Sarah. Yeah, sometimes just getting to Friday <laughs> is enough to persevere and get to that. But but ultimately, there's a goal much further beyond, isn't there, uh, that, we, that we persevere to. Yeah, but you see, I wonder sometimes if if we're not a, we're not a bit spoilt in our in our modern world in terms of everything is so easy for us, isn't it? And I think about it's not that long ago, is it, since women would spend an entire day of their week persevering doing the washing, for example. And even 
bread making nowadays we have machines for don't we we have machines that do everything so everything is quick everything is easy and we want everything to be easy and i sometimes wonder if we haven't forgotten actually how to persevere forgotten how to persevere i mean as a discipline as something to be thinking about for, for such a time as this when this is maybe a, a a pathology of our modern time perhaps i mean I, it seems to speak so much to where we are uh, at this time when we're having to we're forced to in this new totally different way and i wonder uh, perhaps what could god be teaching us about perseverance uh, during this last season during this whole season of pandemic this last year that it's important i think he's teaching us that that it's important that it takes time to learn that he's always with us as well in it i mean i i, I had a real knock back this week um the kids went back to school my youngest managed two days at school my eldest my sorry my eldest had gone back to school. my middle one hadn't even started back and my youngest is now at home isolating because of a case um in his class and we'd persevered for so long and they were back at school and you felt yes we've done it we've got through yay and then all of a sudden you're back to square one again and I think I had a sense in that of it. I mean, it's been it's been really tough to take actually. Um, and uh, one of the, one of the school mums turned up on my doorstep just this morning, really struggling as because of the the way this is really tough on the kids. But I think it's that God is with us, isn't He? And and it's like I was I was celebrating the fact that God had been with me throughout the the long period of homeschooling. And yay, that's great. And then it all falls apart, and it's like no, actually, God is still there, isn't He? he's he is still with us and i know you've had you've had a different experience as well haven't you because you've been you've been sick with this and and you are struggling with your health now i mean how 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 are you feeling in terms of perseverance right now yeah i i would echo exactly what you just said um that god uh, that god has been with me that he is with us i felt absolutely cared for i felt his closeness in a way that is that is just tender and sweet and caring uh, like a parent uh, through this time. I have been quite ill and I'm still on a long road to recovery. And, and uh, But through all of that, I mean, God has definitely been with me. And, and I just use that word sweet and, and caring uh, as a descriptor. And that's been what's get, gotten me through. But I don't know when I'll be all better. I don't know uh, if I'll be all better. Uh, but I know that he's with me and that's been give, able to give me confidence and, and allowed me to just continue taking those steps, um, short, small baby steps, uh, at this point, but to just continue along. Now, here's the thing, something I find really frustrating, and then also sometimes, in a way, really exciting, sort of a silver lining, I suppose. In many ways, I used to consider myself fully capable, rather strong and, and uh, able-bodied. Uh, but now, this has become so unreliable and actually a detriment to me. I know that my own strength has become a hazard to me. And if I do anything that requires mental or emotional or physical strength in any way, my energy is sapped and I need to go to sleep. Even just helping the kids with their mass homework or getting them to do the dishes sends me to bed for a nap. And that's the frustrating part. But the exciting part and the lesson I think that's in me for this uh, has been coming to rely more and more and more on God's strength in me. I beg him for it. I ask and I pray uh, just so I can love my kids, just so I can be present or just to get the work done that I have to do. And That's I think what... it helps, doesn't it, to look back at some of the stories of perseverance in the Bible or of people who had to wait for things, uh, of Sarah, who was so old, wasn't she, when she had baby Isaac, of the Israelites who were in the desert for 40 years of exile. The Bible is full of stories, isn't it, of 
people who had to persevere in really difficult circumstances. And I think it can be a good place to look to for encouragement, can't it, at a time such as this. Amen. I wonder as we as we uh, near our end here today, if you might have any words of wisdom for how we might endure, how we might persevere, how we might continue on uh, in a time such as this. A book which I read pre-pandemic actually, um, it is called Gordon MacDonald and it's a resilient life. And, mm. and it really spoke to me because it, it, it talks a lot about people around the age of 40, which I am, I'm now the wrong side of 40, you're the, you're the right side of 40. <laughs> and, and, and it's a really interesting book because he's, he talks about the second half of life. Because I, I, I mean, I, I, I did loads of stuff when I was younger. I, I, I taught, I'd lived abroad, I, I had the kids, I hadn't, I, have, I mean, I haven't done paid work since... Um, 2008 so that, 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 that's a long time to be kind of out of that world and there's something which he wrote in his book I'm just going to read it to you because I think it is relevant to perseverance he says we are talking about a lifetime here we're focusing on the discipleship of a person who just may never be fully seen until the second half of life when wisdom intellectual vitality physical stamina and deep spirituality finally come together and produce a person capable of doing great work for the advancement of Jesus's kingdom count on it the second half of life can and maybe should be the best and most productive half of life and that really spoke to me that that there's a sense in which we need to see our lives we've got we've got long lives ahead of us haven't we long lives ahead of us when we, we when we can learn things when we can give things when we can experience more of god okay yes we might not our, our lives might end soon but but the, the likelihood is we've got many more years to go and perseverance sees us through we grow through our perseverance we learn through our perseverance your yeah, life is life life is for perseverance isn't it and there is but there is so much for us in the future i really like that sarah thank you i i think there's a a bit from C.S. Lewis in his book, Mere Christianity, that, that's always spoken to me. Uh, and I think it's very pertinent. He writes, God knows our situation. He will not judge us as if we had no difficulties to overcome. What matters is the sincerity and perseverance of our will to overcome them. I really like that because it speaks of God's understanding and of how he is with us and he is with us on the journey. I wonder if I can invite you to pray with me, uh, you and all of our listeners. Um, so let's end this session with a moment of prayer and ask God into our lives that we might be able to persevere to the end of this season. We step away from our busyness, calm our hearts, quiet our minds, help us to be still. Thank you that you've been with us in everything that we have done already today and in everything we still have yet to do. God, may you speak to us as we explore perseverance for such a time as this.